Just take a moment to admire the fact I just hit a fairway. There's, there's, there's only two things that can happen. You can hit a good shot or a bad shot, so why waste time doing it? And where I would go, I, wherever I set course records or whatever, I would be barefooted, drunk, playing golf, making every 20-footer I looked at. Right at it. Right at it! Oh, oh he's done it again! This is the dumbest hole I've ever played in my life. Come on then, Shane. Knock it close. Shane Lowry is the Open champion. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Fairway Finders. It is finally here, Masters Week. We're all very excited. And it's the first time that a lot of you can probably see us as well. So as you can see, I'm joined with by Steve and Donica. How are we doing, lads? Buzzing, bro. Buzzing. Deep Masters breath. Week is here. Deep finally. Breath. We are here. We are here. I can't believe we're actually here. I'm so excited. I obviously love to do the all yap, but I just cannot fucking wait for a ball to be hit in anger. And listen, um, I must say, I apologize for anyone having to look at Brew and Donnie's face for the next uh, awesome. next hour or so. I mean, uh, it's just, not, not something you'd wish upon anyone, but look, it's, it's, a, it's a new <laughs> new world that we're in. That hey, at, le- at least at least I'm speaking to you from a dungeon 400 feet underneath the Earth's crust. That's what it looks like. <laughs> you're also just, if you're watching, if you're watching us on YouTube, just focus on uh, Steve's lovely non-PC flag there. Yeah, I, wow, I was just, gonna say that's gonna get. I'm gonna get co- flagged, hundred percent. It's gonna get flagged. Is it good yeah, fun there? It's uh, I'll, 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 I'll put an old blur over it or something. You know, may as well just blur your face as well while I'm at yeah, it. Yeah, know? yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. For, do. for those of you listening, Steve has uh, a lovely. Uh, flag behind him of an Ireland flag with a harp and on the harp there's a lovely lady and that lovely lady is not wearing a bra it's cartoon anyway it's natural let's get y'all that we are here to talk about the masters this is the most anticipated week of the year if not the biggest of the year um i'm sorry to interrupt you donny you know what we always forget to do is give out our socials right so how about we start off on the the social side first i want to do it this week and it's bloody important this week because we are about to announce the biggest prize we've ever given away. Like, it's a holy shit giveaway, not just a regular giveaway, right? So um, the socials, we're always, you'll find us on Twitter and on Instagram. We're Finders Fairy on Twitter. We're Fairy Finders Pod on Instagram. Don't ask why they're different. It just happened, right? Uh, Basically, this week we wanted to kick off major season with something big. We want to obviously grow our listenership, um, but we also just want to interact with you guys. And we were thinking, what the hell could we do? What could we give away? That would be a fucking awesome prize. And especially kind of trying to tie it into the Masters somehow. So I was thinking, you know, can we get green fees to Augusta? The answer to that is not yet. We are working on it. <laughs> we, we, yeah. we are fucking playing Augusta before you guys. No offense, right? Um, then I started thinking about, like, clubs. Or, then I started thinking about Tiger, obviously. Then I started thinking about Tiger, Scotty Cameron, Newport Putter. Did we buy the real one? No. It's hundreds of thousands, if not millions. But we did buy one. So we are giving away, uh, by Thursday, we are giving away, sorry, that's not true, by Sunday night, when we know who wins the Masters 2022, on our Twitter account, we are going to give someone a Scotty Cameron Newport putter. Doesn't matter where in the world you are, we will get it to you. It is brand spanking new. A putt has never been hit with it. It is a work of art. It's actually beautiful. How do you want to, how to win this thing? How, how could you possibly win such a fucking awesome prize? Really easy. All you have to do, follow us on Twitter or Instagram. You'll see the posts with the competition. Quote tweet us on Twitter with who you think is going to win the Masters 2022. We know we're going to get loads of entries because this is literally the most glorious putter 
in golf. You can't get a more beautiful looking thing. It's worth about $500 somewhere in the region. So if you want to enter, head over to our Twitter, Finders Fairway, quote tweet us with who you think is going to win the Masters. Do yourself a favor and just put Cam Smith in. But whoever you think is going to win, if you're one of the few who picks the winner on Sunday, we're going to go through all the list of names and someone is getting a brand spanking new Scotty Cameron Newport putter. And I pray to God that you're not left-handed like me. Yeah, otherwise, that would be a problem. It will be a problem. But look, we'll adapt yeah. to it, Donnie. And they also have to be following Fairway Finders on Twitter at the time of, oh, we'll be, of winning we'll be as well. So we'll uh, just one point to pull you up on, Donnie. You said no matter where in the world you're listening to, we, we will put a little bit of an asterisk on that. Your country has to have some sort of a postal service that we can actually mail. <laughs> mail. You'd be fucking surprised these days. You know what I mean? I, I won't name yeah. any countries in particular, but... Once it's conceivable, once it's conceivable for us to get you the putter. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah. also and obviously, one, and like one final thing, one entry per person, lads. Don't be fucking tweeting the entire field <laughs> under the post because you won't. We could name names of, of people on Twitter who do that, but we won't yeah, exactly, because of respect. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that's a fair point. Uh, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, if you want to fire off five guys you like, that's okay. I, I'm not entirely against that. But uh, yeah, Scotty Cameron, brand new Newport putter, is up for grabs. Tell us the winner. Who, and if you get it right, you will go in a hat. There's obviously only one prize. So there is an element of a raffle. Uh, I would love to rig it because I want this putter for myself. But mm. we think it's probably unethical. And if Father Ted has taught us anything, it's to not rig raffles. So yeah. Uh, and we're yeah. we're all praying here that Sandy Lyle goes and wins it on Sunday. So yeah, if Sandy yeah. Lyle or Larry Moyes get this thing done, I'm calling now live on the podcast. That putter is mine, right? Well, I don't know about that, Donnie. We'll have to talk about that off air. But um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. speak, to my, speak to my lawyers. I've called Dibs, and Dibs is legally binding. Mm. I'm not sure about that now, but um, we'll see. Okay, awesome. look. That is a that is a brilliant prize. That's a brilliant giveaway. It's it's half a thank you so much to everybody who's listened over the last, you know, whatever nine months. Um, and also, yeah, obviously, we'd love to grow the podcast. If you enjoy it, if you listen to it regularly, if you left us a review, it actually does. We've we've actually now got a heap of reviews, and they're all five stars on Spotify. And it does really make us smile in the morning. That we we did this started this for a laugh, and now it's kind of going somewhere else. And we're just so thankful to everyone in the golf community who listens, who gives us feedback positive or negative um and i really hope that it's one of you guys one of our regular listeners if if you guys if you want to tell us that you are a regular listener then that'll definitely help your chances if you want to become a regular listener then when we give you the package all expenses you know trip to augusta to play you'll be you'll have a really good chance of winning that as well exactly exactly well boys should we get stuck in yeah let's start talking augusta any other business Shall we no. mention the Valero yes. Texas Open? No, nah, don't need to talk. it's not even bother. JJ no, Spawn. Yeah, well, congrats to JJ Spawn. Yeah. yeah, a few backers I saw on our side. Um, we had two shared places. Keegan Bradley, great again on Sunday. He got t- t- tied eighth. And Brew, you had uh, some. I had Gary there? Woodland. Gary oh, Woodland again. Yes. Yeah, I had a big fat dog egg this week. Top ten, yeah, Gary. Look, it happens. It happens. If you if we win, if we win last week, the chances of winning back to back are smaller than just doing one. So we're sure. better off not backing JJ Spawn uh, last yeah. week. Yep, hundred percent. Well, so look, that's enough said. Let's get into it, right? So I think if you get John Ram in the final group on Sunday, I think he stands on next and he's going to get it done because the winner this week is going to be my my one and done pick. I put put it on Twitter. 
put put my put my cards down on on the line. I'm going for Rory McIlroy. I'm actually I'm hopping aboard the Billy Ho uh, oh. train. He's 28, so I think you can get him. Straight off the bat, not even going to waste time. Paul Casey and Sam Burns, previous winners, both over 22 to one. I think that's an absolute value bet there. My third pick um, is Hideki Matsuyama. I got him at 18s this morning. Um, I don't think normally we give you a little course introduction. I don't think it needs much of an introduction at all. We're back to Augusta National. It's been the host of the Masters since 1934. It's a, a par 72, um, but this year it, it's playing as its longest as it ever has. Um, so it's 7,510 yards uh, located in Augusta, Georgia. It's an Alistair McKenzie design with Bobby Jones with a little bit of input, and it's been redesigned by multiple different people. Um, what do we know about Augusta? We know it. they have lightning fast greens, slopey greens, um, so avoiding three pots is absolutely crucial. Bent grass greens, um, relatively wide fairways, relatively big greens. Um, and in terms of past winners, we have Hideki Matsuyama coming back to defend his crown from, from 12 months ago. A couple of doubts about him in terms of his, uh, you know, how the body is feeling, how the neck is feeling specifically. Um, prior to that then, boys, do you want to help me out? Go back through 2020. 2020, 2020, well, obviously DJ won DJ, in November. Sergio, DJ, Sergio, Reed, Danny Willis, Adam Scott. 2014 was... Who won 2014? Uh, going to pull it up here, boys. Yeah, Bear Jay, with me for a second. Jay don't know, sorry. Oh, we obviously had Tiger in 2020. Don't Let's not forget yeah, that. 2019. Well, yeah, 2019. Well, yeah. 2019, yeah, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Um, a lot of really incredible winners of this event down the years. Um, it's... The it's the most iconic prize probably in golf, is it? Yeah, and I say that in terms of yeah. well, yeah. I'll put it this way, right? For non-golfers, for people who have no interest in golf, I don't really know it like golf, right? And, and and aren't really in the sphere. They're just humans of the world, of which there are many who aren't into golf. I know it's hard to it's hard to imagine, but they exist. If you were to ask them like one thing about golf, what's one special thing about golf? Someone will go, eh, oh yeah, they play for a jacket or there's this big jacket that they get. Don't they get a jacket? The big green jacket, jacket, yeah. A green Probably made yeah. as, as famous by by uh, by Happy Gilmore as anything. Yeah, but even though it was a golden jacket. Yeah. I know, I know, but it still counts. God, um, right, sorry, yeah. I have it up uh, here, Danny, right? I have it up here. I rattled through it quickly. So 2021, Hideki beat Will Zalatoris at 10 under par. 2020, Dustin Johnson, 20 under par, which was a November master, so plays a little bit different. Beat Sanjay M, Cameron Smith. 2019, the comeback of all comebacks, Tiger Woods. My uh, 13 under beat DJ Brooks and Xander by one shot. 2018, Patrick Reed beat Ricky Fowler. 2017, Sergio beat Justin Rose. And 2016, Danny Willett beat Jordan Speed and Lee Westwood. And uh, for what it's worth, Jordan Speed won it in 2015 as well, who I know is going to be a popular pick this week. So that's where we are. Um, we're going to do the bets a little bit different this week. Um, do you want to give us an indication of that? Yeah, so we want to put some structure on this because I know everybody's looking for, you know, that golden piece of knowledge or that bit of insight as to, you know, the keys to win this. The field is, we've split the field in three different ways this year. So because there's only 89 players, um, we've got smaller odds. We've got a smaller field. We've got this big log jam at the top of guys. There's like 12 guys who are 20 to one or shorter. So instead of just going, I fancy him, blah, 
We're actually going to go through every single one of the 12. We've done reasons to love and reasons to swerve. So this will give you full transparency. We'll do our picks after. We're then going to go into the midfield where actually most of the winners have come from in recent years. So Hideki yep. was 45 to 1. The DJ was 8 to 1 favourite. But Tiger Wood was 40 to 1. Patrick Reed was 45 to 1. Sergio was 50 to 1. Danny Willett was 66. So um, most of the winners recently have come from the midfield. We'll do the midfield. And then obviously we're going to talk about Larry Moises' you know, prospects of winning the green jacket. We're going to do the outsider, outsiders. So these are guys who are like 100 to 1 and above. And rather than going through them all, we're just going to pick out a few of our fancies. Yeah, so we'll give our picks as we're going along, will we? Yeah, de- depending yeah. On, on what who, what you want to listen to first or where your priority yeah. is. Obviously, we'd love you to listen to the whole preview, but we're going to do all the fans, midfield, and then the long shots. And then we'll be back tomorrow, which is Tuesday. We're going to do first round leaders. We're going to look at some prop bets. We've got a couple more guests coming on. Um, it's all jam-packed it's, jam, it's all jam-packed, jam-packed. it's massive week. Then, showbiz baby right why don't, why don't you kick us off there boys give us let's go through the top of the market Donny I think you've had a little bit of insight done for us on who to go for and listen I'm shocked that I haven't heard the two of you just rant about John Ram which always yeah. happens every, every yeah uh, I'm shocked too I don't I'm think I've heard anybody well. I don't think I've heard anybody tip John Ram and even though he's well he should be world number one and he's the favourite in the field I don't think I've heard anybody tip him up this week so over to you, Danny. We we live in a very peculiar universe in that if you'd asked me six months who's winning the Masters, I just would I would have shouted at you. I wouldn't have even been polite. I would have been like, "How dare you ask such a stupid and simple and obvious question?" Um, and here we are, six months later, and it's kind of hard. It, it's not hard to root for John Ram or fancy him this week. I mean, he's posted four top tens here in the last four years, but uh, yeah, it's it's. He's not uh he's not getting a lot of airtime this week. He's so, not. He's not at let's, all. Let's let's do so the top like 12 in the market are as follows, right? John Ram is our 10 to 1 favorite. We got JT at 12s, we've Cam Smith at 16s, Scotty Scheffler 16s, DJ at 18s, Morikawa at 20s. Uh Rory in a couple of places you can get at 20s. Kepke you can get at 20s in a couple of spots. Victor Hovland, you can get a 20s. These are all actually bet 365. Um, Hovland 20s, Xander 22s, Spieth 22s, and Patrick Cantlay, who's actually available at 23s. That's odd. So mm. of those guys, we're doing reasons to love, reasons to swerve. Yeah, let's start with John Ram. So in terms of reasons to love, the reasons to love are fairly numerous. Yeah. Um, so the guy... I'll let you. Yeah, I'll right. let you give the reasons to to love. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, you're gonna do, do the reasons. reasons to yeah, 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 fair enough. So, um, the thing with John Ram, John Ram was world world number one from July 2021 up until last week or two weeks ago when Scotty took it off him. Um, he's got four successive top tens at Augusta, so he does. He loves Augusta. He's he's also got the lowest aggregate score to par in the last six majors of anyone. So he's 31 under. Take all the major scores, the last six together. He's 31 under. And Scotty is five behind him. Um, in terms of his optics, even this year. So John Ram's kind of been a bit off the boil for a mm. while. He's fifth strokes gain total in 2022, 12th strokes gain approach. And in terms of strokes gain total at Augusta, this is since 2015, he's third. Um, so 
there's a lot of reasons there. Like John Ram has to contend. Surely John Ram contends. Like obviously he's the US Open champion. Yeah. He is I mean, he's not world number one anymore, but a lot of people would still probably say he's world number one. So why would you swerve him? Well, I'll give you one data point and I'll throw it over to Steve because I'm sure Steve has plenty too. Uh, in 2022, John Ram strokes gained around the green 170th. He's been really poor around the green. He's been really poor putting. He's he's essentially had the yips on the greens. And it seems like all the attention that has been put uh, on his putting in terms of the media, a lot of people ask him about it every week. He was visibly annoyed in a press conference about it a couple of weeks ago. Um, it seems like now his sublime teeth green game is kind of suffering a little bit as well. So his, his numbers recently have not been good. Um, and he, like he's still struggling with the putter, so he's had negative strokes gained putting in his last four tournaments. Yeah, that's not what you want. Listen, reasons to say John Ram number one, he's not a closer. John Ram is not a closer. So, nonsense. Uh, John Ram went through all of last season. He won once. He got handed the U.S. Open by by Louis Ustase and made a couple of putts. To be fair, to avoid going into a playoff, but ultimately handed the U.S. Open by Louis Ustase and. Um, this season hasn't won. He's been in contention many a times. He's gone off short price favorite many a times. Played well, you know what I mean. He's got his. He's got you some each way money. But if you're backing him at I don't know four to one, as he's been priced up at times, you're not going to get your your money back for that. So, um, just ultimately reason number one not to back John Ram. He's not a closer. He's backdoored a couple of good finishes in majors. Um, he, he's won one U.S. Open, but um, yeah, not for me. By the way, just like this was supposed to be like a non-biased kind of view. Like your hatred of John Ram is. Just I don't like, hate John Ram. I don't. Seeping through my microphone. No, to be here, fair, I, I do get it. No, no. To be fair to Steve, now I do get it. But let's keep the same energy when it comes to Rory in in well, like, three players' time. So, Rory, oh no, I'm Rory... saying I will. I will. Oh, okay. I'm saying to your one right, win we'll, of we'll... last year. That's going to be a top quote for me. We'll take a very quick. We'll take a very quick vote, and we'll do this for every player in the in the top of the market. Are you reason to love or reason to swerve, Brew? Are you swerving or loving? Should I say? Well, I mean, technically, I have to say I'm swerving because I he's he's not I I'm I'm not packing him. Um, you know, I I I think he's definitely a player that could easily go go out and win. Um, on uh, you know this uh, weekend, but I just think with the likes of Cam Smith, Scotty Scheffler, Patrick Cantlay, there's just a lot bigger hitters in better form right now and I'll, that's that's I'll tell you that's, what, that's what I'm using personally. I'll be fair. Right, between us, I'll give you you're allowed two vetoes each where you swerve. can say I'm not loving and I'm not swerving. They are two swerve. vetoes. I'll swerve. Um I'll swerve he just doesn't look himself. I cannot actually believe I'm swerving John Ram. I know. For the Masters. I can't believe I'm doing it because I've been so sweet in him for the whole year. There's it's only one I've guy Honestly, there's only one guy I've, I've had ahead of him. Oh, there's only one guy I've had ahead of him the whole year. And uh, yeah, but I'm swerving John Ram. Yeah. All right. So there you go. Three, so swerves. three swerves. Wow. Three swerves on the favorite. Interesting. Right. Next man up, Justin Thomas. Reasons to love Justin Thomas. Super, super consistency. Ultra consistency. Outside the top 20 in one of his last nine stroke play events. He, he is just a menace on leaderboard. He loves being in contention. He often has a run at winning. Unfortunately, as a reason to swerve, he hasn't won since the 2021 players. Now, that performance was sensational. And everybody thought JT would win at least one major. 
the, the preceding year, and he hasn't. And he's cut a little bit of a frustrated figure. Um, in terms of his optics, in terms of what he does on a golf course, we kind of all know his his approach play is just, if he's not the best in the world, he's probably next. Um, statistically, he's fifth strokes gained approach in 2022. He was third last year. Um, so reasons to love are consistency, as in if you want four days of fun, if you put 20 quid on Justin Thomas, if you want four days of, oh, Justin, Justin's knocking around, you'll get your four days, I think. I'm pretty sure you'll get your four yeah. days of, you want, he's not going to miss a cut. He's not going to be languishing down the bottom of guys who make Saturday and out early. I think he will be there, thereabouts. Um, reasons to swerve. Like, he's been here quite a few times now. And you can't, you forget that JT's only 28, but he came out the gate so fast, so young. Um, he only contended once since 2016, and that was at uh, Augusta, the November edition of Augusta because of COVID. So it was a totally different golf course, soft, totally different conditions, different temperatures, the whole thing. Um, yeah, so that's a big reason to swerve is that even though he's posted, he, like he's posted decent numbers around here, he's posted plenty of top 20 finishes. He only has one top 10. Um, yeah. That's a reason to swerve. Yeah, Danny, on Justin Thomas, right? Fully respect him. I think T to green, he's one of if not the best in the field like just so consistent so good very few mistakes in him for me it's just his putter that i can't get behind uh he's been in contention to win since that players multiple times and his putter has just let him down boys are knocking it in from 15 20 feet consistently and jt isn't doing it so the one place you don't want to do want to go to with any way of a, a dodgy or not confident putter is uh is augusta and i, I just think for that reason given i think he will give you a run for his money, there is a chance that he'll turn the putter on and he'll win um, comfortably enough. But I, I just can't, I can't get behind him at that, that price yeah. with, with that no, putting ability the, right now. That's fair. The, yeah. the beauty, the beauty of putting, like we talk about this all the time on the podcast, but if you, what you want to look for when you want to pick winners every month like, or every week is putting variance. That if you have a guy who like, I, you, you can find putting like anywhere. At any time, you, you can find a few days, you can find the right kind of greens, you can pick up a trick, you can fucking listen to Bob Rotella when you're going to sleep, whatever it is, at any level, is putting. Because it's not that really mechanical. A lot of it is, is, is in terms of your mentality and your ability to create greens and things like that. Um, but yeah, I agree. He's 99th mm. strokes game putting this season. Yeah. And listen, one, really another, one quick reason to love him is that he's now sporting joggers um, on his, his Thursday to Sunday outfit, so... Uh, that that's obviously a plus. More Respect. joggers in the game, better. Hundred percent. We are fans of the joggers. I, I don't know. I just I just I respect him as a golfer. I've just never liked him. I just ne- I don't I don't <laughs> know why I, I don't know why I I don't have any reason not to. I just I've just never been a fan of him. I just really don't and I don't think he should be second favorite in the Masters. I really don't I just don't I don't agree. To be honest, I don't agree with Ram being ten to one. I don't really agree with just Thomas being twelve to one either. I just don't like. I just think a lot of players above them are just far better golfers. Recently, is what I'm saying. So I again, think, you know, yeah, I, I, I think, um, I think there are better options at the price yeah, given exactly. his history around Augusta. Uh, mm-hmm. So moment of truth, and I think I know where this is going. JT at forty to one. Are we swerving or are we loving? I'd, I'd sit on the fence about him because he could show I'd up and win. I'd still swerve, I think, to be honest. Which, uh, I, I, I right, Steve's used the veto. Yeah, I don't have, yeah. I don't have the, I, the... I'm not saying Justin Thomas can't win the, the Masters. No chance. Yeah. yeah. I, do you know what? I'm, I'm going to veto this one as well. 
I just because I just because I know we all know that his T to green uh statistics and his T to green this week is gonna be is gonna be top of the tree. It's gonna be as good as it gets. He's gonna have a lot of tries. But uh, yeah, I think what I see from JT quite a lot when I watch him is he gets frustrated early in a round with his putter. He there's a lot of head, there's a lot of head uh like shaking going on early doors and a lot of kind of snarling. And he keeps it, you know, he keeps a lid in it. He's not terrible. But uh, you almost kind of know in the first five holes if JT's on one or not. And if he's not on one, he'll just he'll miss two 10-footers for birdie and he'll get a little bit annoyed. And then he's just kind of... And then he's got a tendency to make some silly mistakes with his long game when he's a little bit irritated. So yeah. I will veto him. The simplest um, simplest way to put it, Donnie, is that if JT was, was in the form that he was to win a Masters, he would have won the Valspar two weeks ago when he was uh, staring down Sam Burns and uh, there were a couple other people were in contention, but he didn't. He missed pots. He didn't close out. And that, that's why I just can't, again, can't swerve him, but can't get behind him. Yeah. So two vetoes and one swerve for JT. Next up, Cameron Smith, 14 to one. Right. Reasons to love. So Cam Smith, apart from the fact Cam Smith is a legend and just a cool fucker. And I love I'm everything honest. about him. I love alone. the mullet. I love his answers when asked about the FedEx Cup money, and he's like, oh, "I'm pretty set. I might get some fishing equipment." I love his nature. <laughs> I love. I love the fact that even now his profile picture on PGAtour.com looks like he's twelve. Uh, I love everything about Cam Smith. The whole thing. Reasons to love him golf wise. Twice a winner in 2022 already. That includes the Players Championship. Um, at Augusta, three top tens in his last four around here. He is also, I love this stat, the first and only man to shoot four rounds in the 60s at Augusta. Now, granted, it was the November iteration. Uh, DJ won by five, had a couple of really low ones, got to 20 under. But still, Cameron Smith is the only man to shoot four rounds in the 60s at Augusta during the Masters. Love that. Recent form, five top tens in his last eight events. So not just two wins. He smacked he he smacked John Ram down at the tournament of champions when it was 35 under was the winning score. They played together for the weekend, and Cam Smith was relentless against the world number one that everyone was afraid of at the time. In terms of what his strengths are, third and third in putting this year. If you watched him win the players, you just saw the only other putting display that I've seen like that in a long time that was just so clinical and and barely believable was Leon Maguire in the Solheim Cup it, he just he drained everything I, I don't even need to know that he, he led the stats on putting that week he just made birdie after birdie and when he needed to and even making great par saves yeah. other parts of his game like he's all about scoring he's not the best off the tee by his own admission it's the weakest part of his game but he's he's eighth on strokes gained approach this year he's 20th around the greens uh, there's lots of reasons to love him why would you swerve him a big one. There's only one man in history that's won the players and the masters in the same year. Who is? Tiger. Mr. Tiger. Of course. Woods, Mr. Tiger Woods. Just a standard so, answer if you're in doubt. Just say it Tiger. Is, it, 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 it is. Every it time is. it's Mr. Tiger Woods, I assume. Like, James always. Listen, always. Yeah. Yeah. Donnie, yeah. I'll give you some reasons to fade Cameron Smith, right? Yes. Go for it. N- numero uno is the price. Cameron Smith is not a 16 to one shot, in my opinion, to win a Masters. If you're going to give me DJ, Scotty Scheffler, Colin Morikawa, Rory McIlroy, Brooks Kepka, Kepka, Victor Hovland, Jordan Speed, 
Patrick Cantley, Xander Shoffley, all at bigger prices than Cameron Smith, I would say, you know what, Cameron, I'll take I'll take a week off you and I'll I'll uh, get on one of the, the boys at a bigger price. Other thing, uh, Cameron Smith, you can, I, can I just caveat that? No, you, no, you can't. No, right? no, hang on, hang on. I entirely agree. Oh, thanks, with yeah. Bryson, which is why I backed him in October twenty eight to one, and again in January twenty two to one. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, the other thing is hasn't won a major. The other thing is he doesn't. He's not a great driver of the golf ball to win Augusta. The way Augusta is set up, you have to, especially with this new length that Augusta's added on, you have to be a good driver of the golf ball. You need to be a complete player. For me, Cameron Smith, from fairway to green, he's probably one of the best in the world. But when you factor in the the big stick, he's just not up there for me. So I am absolutely swerving Cameron Smith, particularly if if you gave me 40 to 1 on him, I'd, I'd put a little each way on him. But 16 to 1, no thank you. Yeah, no, to be fair, I have to say, I, I do agree. That's the one. I, I have backed him this week, but... The driving thing is the one aspect I'm very scared about. Um, you know, everyone knows in Augusta, you go even, you know, three or four feet left or right, you could be in serious trouble. So, you know, um, that is one aspect. But I do think he's on form, one of the best players in the world. Um, I do agree he's too short at, at, at 16s, but I backed him because I do think he has a serious chance of winning. Just along with, to be honest, half of this 12 12 that are under 20 to 1 but uh, look I, I'm backing him so um, I'm obviously hoping he's, he's uh, going to be better half the tee but we shall see Swear for me Donny uh, for me it's love it was love at first sight it was love 361 days ago and I said I said there were three names one of which we'll do a little bit later on he's a big price there were three names for my Masters 2022 it does not change uh, well Sorry, that's a lie. It has changed because John Ram was one of them, and I just can't at the price. But Cameron is the is my guy this week. Uh, I love everything about him. I think he is more than capable of putting together thirty good drives and finding fairways. I think the lack of ability in driving, even if he misses fairways, he will scramble those pars. And when he hits the fairway, when he misses the fairways. He's, I don't think he's necessarily going to be dropping shots because his short game is so fantastic. When he hits the fairway, the rest of his game is so elite. Uh, he's my Masters champion for this year, as far as I'm concerned. It's it's Cameron Smith. I Not agree for me, mate. Not for me, mate. I agree that, to be honest, if you wanted to back him and you haven't put a bet on yet, value-wise, he's not great value. It, it's actually pretty shit value. But Danny, you know what? I, Sorry to interrupt you. I, I would say Cameron Smith has as much chance of winning as Louis Eustazen does. Louis Easton is forty to one. Oh, lad, you can't! Jesus Christ! So, listen, just just my opinion, bro. Just my opinion. Neither, neither have. Uh, oh, we've got. Have we got? We've got one love and two swerves on Cam. Yeah. No. Two, two loves, loves and one, one swerve. Two loves. Two. Oh yeah. So myself, real love, and Steve is a big swerve. Big swerve. Okay, okay. That's Cam Smith. On to the next man, the hottest player in the world, the world number one. I can't believe I'm saying that, uh, even though. He's been amazing. Scotty Scheffler, 14 to 1. Swerve. Okay. Reason, straight out, no messing straight with Straight out, Swerve, yeah. Yeah. So reasons to love. Three wins in his last five starts. Just all the confidence, self-belief, and everything you could ever imagine a golfer to have. He, everything he looks at goes in the hole. Um, he's hitting every fairway. He's hitting loads of greens. He's 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 positive strokes gained putting in nine of his last 11 events. So the hole is just a bucket. He reminds me so much of Jordan Speed 2015, but a bigger, stronger version of him. Um, 
So they're the reasons to love, and there are loads. He would have been six weeks ago, you would have got Scotty at probably 33 to 1, and now he's 14s. Uh, reasons to swerve. So, something I didn't mention about Cam Smith is like law of averages play a lot in this game because the, the differences between these top players are tiny. And if you've had some big days, the law of averages is you're not going to keep having the big days because so many guys put their hands up on Sundays. Um, so law of averages is the big reason to swear, Scotty. Like, could he win four events in six? Like, only Tiger can do that. Like, that, that would be... If it's four events in six, including a World Golf Championship and Bay Hill, well. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is, he, there's some trends that he doesn't fit. Uh, a few, a few different trends that um, we're going to put up on our Twitter, but uh, it's only a second Masters as well. There's another reason to swerve. Yeah, but that's the big one, Danny. Second, very simply, it's a second Masters. Scotty Scheffler, despite what the world rank can say, he's not the best player in the world, and that's just going to be shown this week. So swerve, Scotty Scheffler, for me. Look, I, I completely disagree to be honest with you um i think scotty scheffler is on form the best player in the world he's won huge competitions not a major granted but i mean like you you can't just say oh it's 16s he's not worth it because you have to look at other things than just than just the like actual odds like he's so high on it the most on form player in the world so are you, are you telling me that of all this fields lined up this week that scotty scheffler is the best player yeah. Yeah. Currently, yeah, he is. I think the world golf rankings are pretty. He is robust. like currently he is the best golfer in the world. Yeah. And to be perfectly honest with you, like I'd have him over a lot of the players that are like better value that we talk about soon. Like I I I totally get it's his second his second masters and stuff, but yeah, like he's on a run like we've never seen Bar Tiger for a long time and I don't I, I, I don't see this disrespect I, I where it's coming I from. I wouldn't necessarily say that it's not it's a run that we haven't seen. So I mean, you know, even as recently as two months ago, Victor Hovland had won three and exactly. five. But the big, big, big difference is number one, Scotty has won totally different types of events. And not even just location and conditions and type of golf course, also format. So he smashed everyone at the match play. He's won he's won Bay Hill. Um, like he's won. What else did he win? Phoenix Open, wasn't it? Yeah, he won yep. the Phoenix. So he won. He won the. He waded through the chaos of all the fucking beer bottles and the madness to win the Phoenix Open. He then goes to one of the most iconic and difficult courses in America and goes and wins that. And then he goes to the match play and dusts everyone, knowing that if he did it, he'd go to world number one. Um, I'm vetoing Scotty because the reason I'm vetoing Scotty is, uh belief is one hell of a drug and he's got it all and his confidence must just be through the roof no pressure i don't think he's going to find the world number one any kind of burden um because i still think that he's under the radar hilariously no scotty is under the radar of course he's under the radar compared to tiger he's under the radar well then everyone's under the radar you know what i mean like they're like, like well, yeah, to no a certain way... extent they are Listen, yeah, that's true. They are like, listen, everyone is under the radar because listen, Scotty, Scotty's a very good golfer, right? He's on an unbelievable run, but he's not the best player. There's at least, I would say, 10 players in the but, field who are do you better. Know what? Was Patrick Reed the best player in the world when he won the Masters? Was Danny Willett? Was Charles Schwartzel? Was Matt DJ Sayama, probably was, <laughs> to be fair. But, was Tiger but, Woods uh, like two years ago? No, he wasn't. Like, so, so. I'm vetoing Scotty just based on his belief, and he's just been just. 
so good and so good to watch and has been uh, hitting just incredible putt after incredible putt. So it's a veto, a swerve. Brew. Big swerve. Yeah, um, massive love. He's my second pick. Two loves, two loves and a swerve for Scotty. Yeah, two loves and a swerve. Right, next up, DJ. DJ is 16 to 1. So, reasons to love. 2021 winner, uh, winning it by five. He was immaculate that week. He really was. Um, and last year, he missed the cut. It's very hard for the defending champion to contend because you could do the, the, the champion's dinner and all the shit that goes with it. So, uh, before that, he had posted a top 10 in each of his last five Masters. Recent form, so very recent form, is a tick. Sunday, 63 at the players to, to get himself into the top 10. Uh, ran to the semifinals of the match play. Has shown like a lot of very recent good form. Like as in yeah. the, the change for DJ has begun. And that's a scary prospect for everyone. Now he was off the boil. He won the Masters. DJ's having himself a damn good time after winning the Masters. You know, it's probably focus not really there if he even focuses on anything at all. Uh, he's very lightly raced. Uh, so to speak probably a reason to swerve he's only played seven events in 2022 and he's actually lost his strokes uh, strokes gained around the greens he's been losing shots in five of those seven which is a concern because this is this golf course you have to have an immaculate short game because you are going to miss some greens and you're going to have to need some inventiveness to get around that so DJ are we loving him or are we swerving him I love him I, I, I love him, him. him anyway. I don't he was last Last off the shortlist for me, uh, Donny. I think he's he's obviously won around here in November. He's one of the better drivers of the golf ball. He's in great form in terms of he showed up well at the match play. He done well at the, over in in Saudi Arabia, um, and he where was the other one that he he done well in? You were saying uh, semi finals of the match play, um, semi finals of the match play, and then his Sunday sixty three. Yeah, that was it. That was really, Sunday 63. when he dunked yeah. one. His last yeah, shot for Masters. Eagles. Yeah, yeah, dunked one um, for Eagle for about ninety yards. Yeah, DJ classy player. His his when he's on form, his putting is unbelievable. His short game is is good. Um, I wouldn't worry for a player like DJ. You don't need to worry about strokes gained or any of that stuff. Um, if if DJ shows up and brings his A game, he'll be up there. But um, just la- last off the shortlist for me. Yeah. yeah I will say on, about DJ, sorry, Donnie, is, um, you know, I have to say he's the one player for me that when he's on, like, like I don't know what years he had that run, but fucking hell, he was, like, unplayable. Like, he, he'd show up and just just dominate from start to end, and players didn't get near him. Like, and I think if we can see a DJ... If I think if you said it to me three weeks ago, I would have said not a fucking chance. He's the biggest fade for me I've ever seen. But in the last two weeks, he's really shown that he can play and he's he's getting on good form. And if you can if you can continue this into Augusta, yeah, like we could if we see even a shadow of the DJ of old, fuck, it could be a very interesting weekend. Yeah, like for for me, it's it's love for DJ. I'm very very close to backing him, and I also the price. We kind of said in the podcast recently that DJ is going to win soon at a silly price. I'm going to say a silly price, like twenty to one or even eighty <laughs> yeah, yeah. to one for DJ is a silly price. Uh, it would be the most absurd travesty if DJ finished his career with two majors, and I don't think he will. I don't think. Oh, no, he won't, Danny. He won't. But he he just has he's 
tossed up and, and, and let go of so many chances. I'm not bad. He's not on my short list, but of these favorites, he is definitely one of my most favorite. So it's, it's yep. love for me, but I'm not backing him. Yep. Love. I, I was gonna I was gonna veto because I don't know what DJ will show up. Um right. two loves so just, two loves and a veto. I just don't want to, yeah. I just I just don't want to go there. Yeah. That's a good score for DJ. Right, next up. We are at to, we are out to the 20 to 1 shots. I can't believe he's 20 well, to 1. Well, Colin Morikawa. One, one shot. Oh, yeah, sorry. So, so say, I'm looking at most of the pricing, and in the last hour to two hours, Jordan Speed seems to be 18 to 1 on most bookies now. Just, just wanted to like point that out. Yeah, I, I had him. So I'm going off best price for yeah, yeah, odds picker. Uh, best price is twenty two. So we will get to them. So yeah, next man, next man up is Colin Morikawa, twenty to one. Right, reasons to love two majors and eight starts. Hello, Crazy price. what the hell? Crazy two more price. top tens in those majors. Nearly snatched the Genesis off Neiman uh, earlier on the year, which is a highly correlated course. Um, and he was leading strokes game putting at that course as well, which is interesting. Uh, he's 21st this year in strokes gained approach, but we know he is so much better than that. Um, it's another reason to love Morikawa's 20 to 1. The reason you're getting added value, the reason you're getting the price is because of lack of experience. He's yeah. he's only played Augusta once in April. He's played it in November. It, uh, he hasn't really posted anything. It's a golf course that needs to be learned. Um, all the trends point towards guys playing it, playing it often, and then finally getting a win. But so there are reasons to swerve. But this is Colin Morikawa. This guy is gonna be a phenom. This guy is over under on majors is, is probably six or seven, is it? He's so possibly yeah. unbelievably yeah. good, and he's a killer. We saw it up close and personal in Dubai when he wasn't even featuring on leaderboards for most of the week, and then he just went four under for his last six holes and just snatched that trophy and um, snatched both of them in the end. The, the DP World Tour, um, Order of Merit, the race to Dubai crown and the actual championship. So, loving or swerving? I have to veto, Donny. I have to veto. I, I don't fancy him enough to back him, but I'm, I'm absolutely not saying don't back him. So I'm sitting on the fence with uh, with Colin. Yeah, he was the last off my shortlist. Um, it was Jordan and Morikawa were on my list. And then I took them off. Um, so I do have love for, for him. I just didn't back him. Yeah, fair. I, you know, I'm going to swerve him. Oof, brave man. Yeah, it is brave. It is brave. He's that good. I'm just swerving him because of the lack of experience. And also, um, recently, I mean, very recently, hasn't been fantastic. Abe, answer smoked them in the match play bet him like yeah, seven fair. and six or something now to be fair i think that's because Abe answer was about six under himself so that's not necessarily marikawa having trouble it's just not him finding the bottom of the hole uh but yeah he's a swear for me just yeah that's right yeah nice right next one geez the next one's gonna throw up some fucking conversation rory McElroy, 20 to 1 <laughs> right danny do you know what i I'll, you do the reasons so to love. What, what I'm going to do, right, is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spit off some facts here about Roy McIlroy, and I'd appreciate if he didn't interrupt during my flow, all right? Um, more pointed at you, Danny, right? Um, so first thing, first thing to say is that Roy McIlroy is a winner. He's a born winner. He's won 34 times across the European Tour and the PGA Tour. So he's the, if this is a correct term, he's the winning most player in the field with the exception of, of one Tiger Woods, who isn't 100% confirmed yet. 
So first point, Rory McIlroy is a winner. Um, second point, Rory McIlroy is a major championship winner. So Rory McIlroy won the US Open and the PGA Championship by eight strokes on, on each occasion. So Rory McIlroy can grab a tournament by the scruff of the neck, run away with it, and absolutely dominate, which he was on the path to do in Augusta um, going back, whatever it was, 10 years ago, and let the chance go away. But more mature player now. Um, in my opinion, Roy McIlroy is the best player in the world. Um, his Augusta record is, let me just, since 2014, this is Rory's record at Augusta. 8th, 4th, 10th, 7th, 5th, 21st, 5th, and miscut last year. Um, people are starting to throw out that Rory, you know, he's out of form, he's not playing well. Roy McIlroy's uh, sixth events on the PGA Tour that he's played this year, uh, or this season, we'll say, First, 18th, 10th, 13th, 33rd, and uh, a missed caught last week at the Valero Texas Open, which I wouldn't care about at all, to be honest. He's a two-time FedEx Cup champion. Um, in the last six years at Augusta, total strokes gained. He's second. He is as mature and has the mindset now as good as he's ever had it. You're getting 20 to 1 about Roy McIlroy to, uh, not, to, well, to bring everything together. And, and I win don't agree Augusta, with the mindset. So. How would you not agree with the mindset? I, was, I, 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 I think he's, yeah, he's near worse in terms of the mindset, but that's fair. No, I don't know. I don't think it's worse either. I think I think he was far more driven when he was a younger golfer. No, mind, mindset is in it's not it's not about drive. It's about it's about being in a winner position and, and closing that out. It's not about yeah. He's done uh, that once in the last No, year. look, look, Rory's not, Rory's not the last year. one. Uh, and for the for the in the interest of transparency. I love pretty much everything about Rory McIlroy. The only thing I don't is that he hasn't won as many majors as I thought he would. Love him, adore him. Unbelievable golfer. The best driver of a golf ball I've ever seen, ever, either on yeah. TV, in real life, or in like a, a fucking, some alternative reality. You're not going to have a guy who can drive a ball better than Rory can. Um, so I, I understand just, why, I understand why you're, you'd be, you, you, you're really sweet on him. The one thing I would point out about his record at Augusta is I would look, I don't have it in front of me, but I would love to know. So what his his second, the seventh, the sixth, his eighth, his tenth, blah, blah. I'd love to know what position he was after 54 holes. Because I would imagine it would read something like 27th, 21st, 24th, 18th, 13th, 22nd. What he keeps doing is he keeps everyone who loves Rory and, and follows Rory knows this. He keeps putting himself in a jam on Thursday, Friday, and then chasing. And mm. uh, a trend that I wanted to pull out earlier on, which just really scares me off, Rory, is since 2010, the lowest champion at the Masters after 36 holes, the lowest placed guy was Charles Swartzel, right? So after 36 holes, Charles Swartzel was 12th. Every other champion since 2010 has been better than 12th half at the halfway point. You cannot chase around Augusta. Those yeah. pins will get you and fuck you up. You have to start well, and that's the thing that just is a perennial concern with Rory in majors. He keeps on getting in his head on Thursday, being two over after seven, wobbling. I know, see, Don, you need, you need to have the evidence. For it. You can't just throw that out there without saying this, like you're just speculating here. Well, his last two rounds, he had last year, he started off with a 75. Yeah, he missed the cut last year. 2019, he started off with a 73. 
Yeah, 73 around okay. Augusta. Steve, by the way, it's not bad. Saying, saying, like, this is not a personal slight on you or your love for Ori McElroy. I'm just it's, saying it's, it's a very well like so it's, it's not, such an emphatic a point about Rory. And by all means, for those for our listeners, please do like let me know what you think about this. I'd love to hear it. But it's such an emphatic point about Rory playing himself out of major championship contention on Thursday that I don't even need the data. It is such a well-worn path. And I'm not even talking necessarily just about the Masters here. Well, I'd like to see the evidence for that, Danny. I'd like to see the evidence. He hasn't hasn't won a major since 2014. Steve, as Colonel Turi says, there is no need to be upset. Yeah, like It's not an upset thing. I'm just saying, Danny, you can't be throwing out comments like that without evidence. You know what I mean? Well, he hasn't won a major since 2014. Yeah, but he's won four four majors. Nearly 10 years ago, though. Mm, and he's what, come, what you he's mean? Probably, mm, like I'm sorry, right, but like you live, can't live, live googling the nationalclubgolfer.com. If you're wondering why Rory McIlroy isn't getting done the majors, this is it. <laughs> the ridiculous stat at Rory's majorless six years. Let me find the stat. There's loads of shite in here. Bear with me. This is great for a live broadcast. On <laughs> no, I'm actually enjoying it though. To be fair, I, I look while Donnie's looking at that. I think Rory actually has a pretty decent record around Augusta. It's an exceptional record around the only player, the only player better than him in the last six years is I've Dustin got it. Johnson. I've got it. Okay, Justin Ray Golf. Shout out to Justin Ray Golf, one of the best followers on Twitter for golf stats. Brilliant guy. He is on the pulse. This was November 2020. This was posted. Rory McElroy in majors since 2015. First round, 28 over par. Rounds two to four, 56 under par. So so what you're saying is his average score under par is what? Well, his aggregate score is, in the is first what? round of major since 2015 was 28 over. So okay. if you took all of his if you took all of his first rounds in all the majors since 2015, from 2015 to 2020, put them all together, added them up, he's 28 over. If you do the same thing for his rounds two to four for the same majors, he's 56 under. Okay, so you're saying he's net significantly under par per, per tournament. <laughs> is what the outcome of that is like do you know what I mean right if, we're if, moving if, on we're moving yeah, on well, listen. Oh, look can I say one thing though I, I look I'm not trying to end up I'm generally not but also I ha- this has to be said when it comes to a McElroy I know you're going to be given out to me but it has to be said I personally think Rory and I will if, I, if I'm whole hand up and I hope I'm wrong with this I really do because I am a, a like Rory fan I just do think that he's not nowhere near the player he used to be He's still a very good winner. I don't think he's 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 as good as the rest of the big golfers anymore, and especially when it comes to the majors. But Rubbish. one thing I will say is that calamity collapse that he had at Augusta. I personally don't think you're ever going to get over that, and I don't think Rory will ever win a, a green jacket. I'm gonna. And I hope I'm wrong. I don't think he will. I, I, I really massively don't. disagree. Since I, I don't. I don't think that's an unreasonable thing to say. But I would love, like you, Brew, to... to yeah, I, ho- I I'm hope not I'm saying that. I I, I'm, I'm not saying he will or he won't. I would love you to be wrong for the purposes of Rory finishing Same. off the Grand Slam. Um, right, listen, I think we've touched the nerve in poor Steve. He's looking very pensive. <laughs> no, I haven't t- you haven't touched the nerve at all. It's just like, um, he's, he's going to win the Masters, and that, that's as yeah, simple well, as no, it is. Do you know what? If Rory shoots, if Rory can shoot a 68 on Thursday, we are in business or if yeah, he shoots a 72 because you know he's going to shoot 54 well, on the par for well, the last yeah, that's uh, true. <laughs> statistically speaking yeah oh. yeah yeah so anyway uh 
a nice 74 for Rory to start on Thursday. Uh, <laughs> right, moving on, uh, Brooks Kepka is our next guy. We've got four left. Brooks Kepka, 20 to 1. Right, reasons to love. Major record. It's fucking totally dumb. It's ridiculous. actually dumb. It's actually dumb. 14, it is. 14 top 10s and four wins in majors since 2015. And that's including most recent performances where, where Brooks hasn't been that good. So at Augusta, hilariously, it's actually the weakest of his four majors. And even still, so before he missed the cut last year, but before that, he was T7, T2, and tied 11th. Uh, Another reason to love his recent upturn in form, a little bit similar to DJ, is kind of has people going, oh, oh, Brooks Kefka is still an unbelievable golfer. So he reached the quarterfinal of the match play. He was tied 12th to Valspar. His putting has come on a lot. He used to be just a sensational putter. He actually used to remind me of Tiger for the whole the putts that he'd hole um, in Sunday major contention. Um, so he's 20 to 1. Like that would have been thirty three to one if it wasn't for the recent upturn. Maybe yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of liking for him. Uh, reasons to swerve. Uh, two reasons, but it's really one reason. So he statistically he's regressed in every area since twenty nineteen. Every area of his game is not as good as it was. The reason you can point to that, I think, is fair that he has said himself, "I'm like glass." He's had lots of injuries. He's had trouble with his knees. Had trouble with his wrist. Um, it looks like he's healthy again, which we like to see because you know Brooks is a phenomenal golfer. Phenomenal. Yeah. What are we saying on Brooks? Are we swerve. loving him? Are we swerving him? Swerve because Rory's going to win. He's my third pick. Um, personally, I think he. Uh, mm. He. Pro- I mean, when he played against Tiger, when Tiger won it, he Brooks probably should have won it that year. He hit it into the water at whatever sixteen, um, and he's never like recovered after that. So. Well, he shouldn't <sighs> hit it into the water then, should he? He no, he shouldn't have. That's fair. Um. But I mean, look, I think I think Alexander. Brooks, I think Brooks is a very good price as well. Someone that does so well around majors. Um, I think twenty to one is a great, a great value, and I think I'm all over Brooks this week. Yeah, I think I think Brooks actually is gonna hang around, but I'm gonna swerve him. He hasn't Atta been, boy, he hasn't, Danny. He boy. hasn't been there. He hasn't been in the mix for a while. For and for him for a while, might be some nagging doubts. I, well, actually, I don't think there's nagging doubts. He, he's no, still he's he's very self-confident. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I'll swerve him. Um, similar to Morikawa, I'll swerve him. But obviously, does Brooks have a chance of winning at Augusta? Yeah, but uh, is this the year? Nah, not for me. Not for me. Right, next one. Um, I'm conscious that we're we're going through this like a fucking snail. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Next one. I think this would be. A, I think this might be a quick swerve by everyone, and not because he's a bad player, but just the setup. Victor Hovland, twenty to one. He was the hottest player in the world before Scheffler. He won. He had three wins and four more top tens in his last eleven events. Last two weeks haven't been great. Low amateur here in 2019, but that was tied 32nd. So he's played it once since tied 21st last year. Reasons to swerve, uh, you know, not very experienced around Augusta, and he is literally last on the PGA Tour for strokes gained around the green. That is 209th of the 209 golfers that are included in that metric. Victor Hovland, love or swerve? Swerve. 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 And you know what? I find it hypocritical for anyone saying they, they uh, love Scheffler but hate Hovland. Personally. Uh I don't really understand that because Scotty Scheffler's got one of the best short games in the world. Um, mm, so well, I'm not sure where you're going with that one. If, if we're uh, talking, Scotty's going to win because he's won three of his last five. Go, no, go I, think, I, think it's, I think it's fair to say that Victor Hovland's game currently 
maybe his his prodigious talent off the tee uh, is kind of not as much of an advantage as on some tracks. So I think for a US Open, it's a much bigger advantage. Um, I just, I, I think, could Victor Hovland win a green jacket in his career? Yeah, totally. He needs to sort of short game out. I think he's got the, I think he's got the ability to, to, you know, lose, lose four or five shots in the tournament just from little mistakes that, you know, yeah. little things weren't sharp enough. So he he's, knows, he's he an easy score for me. He's an easy score for me. He will absolutely get back to bits by me for the US Open, but not for Augusta, not right now. Next up. Bro. Yeah, no, same. Bro. Swear, yeah, swear for me. Yeah, um, yeah right. exactly. Uh, two more. Three more. Jesus. Right, quickly. Xander, 22 to 1. Reasons love. to love. Reasons to love. He's nine top tens and 18 majors. That's great. That's, That's really enough, Danny. That's all I need to say. Uh, tied second, tied third in his last three major appearances. Obviously, had the experience of a Sunday afternoon in the heat of battle at Augusta. It didn't go uh, his way, but having that experience and being in that position before, surely that can only be uh, positive. Can it? Don't know. Because um, the other side of it is what happened that day. Plopped it on sixteen. He he uh, contends that the wind. the wind changed. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other reason to swerve, I think, with Xander is he's not particularly in good form. He hasn't really posted anything of note in the last while. He's a he's a great player, which means he's not going to be a guy who's going to miss consecutive cuts or things like that. But uh, the other question is 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 the mentality there? Uh, can does he have it in him to win a major? Um, the Olympics is a very different thing. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, so twenty two to one, uh, it's an easy swerve for me. Love it, great mentality, you know great mentality, great ball striker, and uh, does well at major. So definitely. You know what? It's not an easy swerve for me because I do think he will be top 10, top 15. I think well, you just said he's an easy swerve. Don't you? Well, yeah, if we're looking for the winner, he's an easy swerve, but I think he'll play well. I think he'll, he'll knock around. I don't, I think so. Love, no, no, no. Um, so it's, it's Sounds a like for it. me, but I think at 22 to one, your chances of getting each way money is pretty high. Uh, so he's, yeah. he's, he's love for me. Um, at a boy, bro. I mean, yeah, <laughs> just keep it nice yeah. and short, really. Nice. Uh, Jordan Speet is the second last of the uh, favorite guys. So he's best price 22. A lot of places he's shorter than that. Uh, reasons to love. Don't really need to do this with Speet and Augusta. Former winner. Nearly defended it, which is unbelievably yeah, sh- hard. Should to have. Move. Should uh, have defended The other thing I want to point out with Speet, statistically last week at the Valero, was really, really interesting. So his tee to green data was unbelievable. He was second on approach, first tee to green, 13th off the tee. Last in putting of all the guys who made the cut, he was ranked 71 of 71 golfers in putting who played four rounds, which is must be a first. Must be a Jordan Speed we're talking about. Jordan Speed. So if Jordan Speed in the meantime, in those couple of days, can find something and the memory of the Augusta Greens and the Bent Grass Greens come back to him, then obviously massive threat because Teeth Green is playing very well. Uh, but yeah, like the putter won him his green jacket, it leaves a lot of attention. Uh, Vito. Because putting is so unpredictable, veto. Could he win? Yeah. I'll be back on him. No, I'm totally on the fence with Jordan. I have I have massive love for Jordan. He um one other fun fact from last weekend, Donny, is he gained 7.05 strokes on the field, T to green in, in the final round. And that's yeah, the highest, and that's the highest since any golfer in any competition since I think it was 2014. <laughs> so yeah. It's that's oh. insane, but I have to say, he was on my shortlist, and he was literally the last person, and I, I couldn't get him off it. But his putting just hasn't been good, and as you said, I know a putter can blow hot and cold, but 
around Augusta, man, it has to be on. Like, do you know what I mean? So I just, I he he just missed out for me. I big 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 love, but I just I'm not gonna back him this week. He's actually one for me, Donny. The only player in the field that I can either pro sit on the fence or go against. I just don't know what to expect with him. I just can't yeah. even. I'm the same. I'm just going to ignore him completely. Yeah, yeah I, I'm the same. It's a total veto on speed for me. <laughs> total veto. I don't know. I don't ask me. You'll have I, some fun. He'll make, he'll make there. some. He'll make some eagles. He'll make some birdies. He'll also make some double bogey. You'll have some fun back in George. But I just, I, I don't even know what to say about him. Yeah. Love the guy. I, I wouldn't, wouldn't, uh, wouldn't be too disappointed if he wins on Sunday. To be honest, but I won't be involved. No, nor would I. Nor would I. Speed's a legend. Um, it's for some reason he's unliked in certain circles. Yeah. I don't really, yeah, I really I, like him to be honest. Yeah, I don't know why, but yeah, bit of a, a, bit of a wine, whiny fella though, isn't he? I didn't like him for ages because he ruined the Masters one year because he was too good for everyone <laughs> and he just fucked it. I, and from, from like Friday midday, you knew yeah. that Speed was winning the Masters and it, it made my favorite one of my favorite sporting events of the year. It made it nothing, honest, <laughs> so I, that's why I didn't I, like him. I, I, actually had, I actually had a bet with my boss in a company I had just joined. And he was like, oh, you're Jimmy Brown's grandson. Who's going to win the, uh, the, the Masters? Rory, is it? And I was like, no, nah, I, I don't think Rory's going to win. I think like a new, like up and coming player, like Ricky Fowler or like Jordan Speet, I think. And he goes, Jordan Speet. He's like, I'll give you 50 to one right now. And I was like, grand, I'll give you a ten or so on that. And <laughs> literally, he Money. literally came in on Monday and he was like, he lapped everyone. He goes, he literally handed me 500 euro cash and goes, I just want to tell you, the Masters. You're fired. My, he's like, my, the Masters is my favorite competition. I love it. I watch every second of it. And I despised every second because yeah, he was at see. the top of the leaderboard. And I loved, I like, so he's Plot one twist. of my favorite players of all time. because Plot of Plot twist for everyone listening. I actually used to be Bruce's boss. Yeah, I was going to say, Donica's <laughs> uh, my boss. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, uh, I can understand the love for speech. I just haven't a clue. So fair, ask me a, a less complicated question. The last guy at the top, and I realise you spent a lot of time on the top guys, but we like to think we've given you a really decent overview now of who's in, who's out. Make up your own minds. Patrick Cantlake, 22 to 1. Reasons to love, top 10 in 2020. Um, sorry, 2019, was that 2019? Um, he's had, he had six top 10s in a row uh, and two wins like at the turn of the year. So winning the BMW, winning the FedEx, just, he looked unbeatable, like totally and utterly unbeatable. What do you do with this guy? He's a massive problem. Um, but then since then, he's been a little off. He missed the cut of the players. Um, he dropped, he's, I actually got this from uh, Mark Fox. Go follow uh, Plug Lie on Twitter. Uh, really, really good dude. Um, he dropped, he was 24th strokes gained on approach going into the Masters last year and now he's 146th so he's clearly struggling a lot with his arms uh, Patrick Cantley 22 to 1 has never done anything of note at a major not really not compared to a lot of these guys so hard 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 swerve for me I'm going to veto I'm going to veto Cantley yeah. is um, he has the perfect game for Gus he's patient he's accurate he pots really well thinks his way around the golf course I don't Again, we, we had Jason on the podcast earlier on in the week or last week, um, giving him his you know out of form, but can easily show up and put a performance together. So I'm not going to say he's not going to win, but I'm just not going to get behind him again. Again, a lot of fence sitting here for for the most part, but um, yeah, Cantley could win, could not win, but I'm not getting involved either way. I literally could. I I I am taking every word Steve just said. I totally agree with all of that. I, I 
exact same. Oh, thanks, I, I, I feel confident enough. That, I feel, yeah, he's fair. just that one person that I feel is dangerous and he could easily show up, but he could also miss the cut. <laughs> like yeah. just, I'd hate if he won it, to be fair. I'd be miserable on Sunday if Patrick Cantley is one. I'd also be down. miserable. I, I'd, I'd match his demeanor on a golf course, which actually, it genuinely, this isn't, it's not his fault. Um, we all know someone who just looks like they're chewing a wasp when they're being neutral. He just looks so fucking uh, like, like disinterested and grumpy when he's on a golf course, and it really sucks the joy out of it when he's no fist bumps, no enthusiasm, no nothing. Uh, so yeah, hard to Johnny, Johnny tight lips, Johnny tight lips. Tell him to go suck a lemon. <laughs> <laughs> right, so that's that's God, that's that's in fucking in depth. On yeah, the that's... twelve top guys in the market. Um, Right, and, and we can frame this off. The guy I'm taking, I'm taking Cam Smith all day long, and I'm I think I'm probably gonna take DJ. They'd be my two. Yes, Rory for me. And I am taking Scotty, Cam, and Brooks. I think it's gonna be one of those three. Nice. Really nice. Think. Right. Midfield picks. What we love about midfield picks is five of the last six winners come in the midfield. There's value in here. These are guys capable of absolutely winning the Masters, and you'll get a lovely big chunk of money if they do. So yeah. rather than going through this whole rig, no, let's not. We'll have an eight-hour podcast. If yeah, you end up there. I know. Yeah, fuck that. Oh, right, really quickly, guys who are twenty-five and, and plus: uh, Will Zaltoris, Daniel Berger, Sam Burns, Hideki defending, uh, Lou Eustazen, Bryson a forty-to-one. Get up the road. Uh, Corey Connors fifties. Adam Scott whacking naming Manny Fitzpatrick, Shane Lowry, uh, and Terrell Hatton. I'm going to cut it off at that. Beautiful. Well, I can't because Tiger's in the bracket of 50s. I know. Yeah. Tony Fino, <laughs> Russell Henley, fucking loads of them. Uh, yeah. Paul Casey, Sunjay, right? Donny, I've, so, I've, I've two picks, picks. In, that, in that category, right? So first pick is Shane Lowry, Sugar Shane. Um, so really quickly, why, why I like Shane Lowry, he's ninth strokes gain total on the PJ Tour this year. We all know Shane Lowry. He's a, he's a happy-go-lucky type of fellow, usually very humble. But he's been raving recently in, in any interviews that he can about how good his game is. He's a major champion. He's a, a rider copper. He's won the Bridgestone Invitational in the past, which is a big event. Um, massively creative around the green. He can hit the ball high. He can hit the ball low. Whatever you want, Shane Lowry can do it for you. And uh, an absolute wizard um, with the, the wedge in his hand. Again, putter. Will it, will it heat up? That's the question. I think it, it may do. Um, he's played Augusta the last two years. He's been 25th and 21st. So he's uh, he knows the course. He's getting to, to know the course a bit better. He's a scrapper of a golfer, which you need around here. And his last three results on the PGA Tour, 2nd, 13th, and 12th. So I think um, Shane Lowry has all the assets that you need to... Um, this obviously Rory's going to win, so maybe it's come second round here. Um, <laughs> the other pick, the second pick, which might surprise you a little bit, is I'm going to take Matt Fitzpatrick. Um, I think. Whoa! Uh, what? Yeah. Oh my I'm gonna, god! I'm all aboard, Matty Fit. I know. Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm losing myself. I think. Um, <laughs> so, in, one thing that shocked me when I was doing a bit of research today, Matt Fitzpatrick, Matt Fitzpatrick uh, leads the PGA Tour on strokes gained totals for this season. So everyone raving about Scheffler, everyone raving about anyone you like. Maffitt's number one, strokes gain total. Uh, Maffitt is a monster on uh, tough golf courses. So Arnold Palmer Invitational, ninth. Pebble Beach, sixth. Genesis Invitational last season, he came fifth. Uh, he's a seven-time winner on the European Tour. He won in October, and the course he won at was Valderrama, which is arguably one of the toughest courses 
um, in the, the whole world of golf. Matt Fitz went down and shot six under, won the event, um, hit fairways, hit greens. Like the guy leaves a flag in, which I don't get. Just take the flag out, Matt. You know what I mean? But anyway, um, he's played the Masters seven times. He's made all of seven cuts. He was tied seventh in 2016. So he's up to that, you know, eight, nine time of playing. He's seen the course enough. And I think I think Matt Fitz is ready to, to put a big performance. He made the cut at all four majors last year um, as well. So he... Look, he's just trended in the right direction, and it's wild that it's wild that Matty Fitz has been around that long. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and his, his little bro is coming on tour next year, Alex, who's one of he the is. best amateurs in the world. We're um, all getting old, Donny. One one thing, uh, I I'm a fan of Matty Fitz. I've backed him plenty of times, and he's done well for me every time I backed him this season. I like him a lot. One thing about Augusta, though, just a general point. Would you agree that at this level, caveat, Augusta is a golf course that has difficult holes? but it's not necessarily a difficult golf course. What I mean by that is you should be birdie in the second. You should be taking the piss out of 13 and 15. 16 can be very gettable. Um, the eight is obviously very gettable. There are other chances. 11's tough. 12, you need you need to, you know, have b- balls of steel to hit that shot. It's got really difficult holes. But if you look at the scoring, like most of the time, it's 12, 13, 14 wins it. Sometimes twenty that was a bit when If you're playing well, Donny, it's it's a an easy-ish course. But if you're not on your if you're not a hundred percent on your game, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna make big scores. No, just, you're gonna be all over the place. Just a general point. Um, yeah, yeah. I, is it just those two for you, Steve, in the midfield. I, I have one at ninety, so I won't I won't count him at midfield. I will count him on the long shots. Yeah, uh, Brew, do you want to do your midfield picks if you have any? Yeah, uh, I have two. Um, I guess I'll do I'll do the the higher odds first. I have uh, Russell Henley at fifty to one. Um, I think he's been playing very well this year. His iron shots, um, his approach to the to the green this year, he's actually ranked number one, um, just ahead of uh, Willie Z. So you know, I I think he's just, he's a very good you know value bet at fifty to one. Um, I won't draw on too much. Um, you know, in comparison to other people around that fifty mark, I think he's a very very good shout of uh, getting a a top ten. Yeah. Um... Russell Henley scares me to death because he's just capable of melting down and he does it. He That's does it very true, yeah. He does it on a PGA tour event that no one in the annals of golf history gives a bollocks about. So I'm just scared. I don't think I'll ever back him. I'll never I I I would rather just a miscut like it all in my life than the false hope of Russell Henley. But there you go. Listen, he, he Teeth Green, excellent, really good putter. Why not? I mean, fair price for his ability, not fair price for what's between the years for me. Fair. Um, I've got. I, I'm sorry, I, I actually have one more. Actually, sorry. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah of uh, course. Just and I, and I wanted to put him last, even though he's shorter odds, because I think he's outrageously priced. I think he's probably the best price golfer in the entire market for me, and that's Sam Burns at forty to one. Um, I mean, apart from Scotty Scheffler, he's probably one of the most informed golfers in the world. I understand that he's a debutante. I I totally get that here, and that usually works against you ninety nine percent of the time. But at forty to one with his current you know form, I think he's well worth the punt personally. Yeah, I I think for golfing ability alone, how good a golfer he is, forty to one is a really big price because I think he's as talented as. The guys that we've just spent the guts of an hour talking about, I think he's yep. right up there. It's 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 the it's the learning curve of Augusta, which I think is probably why he's forty to one. That's yeah. Fair. yeah. I play him top twenty, top ten maybe. 
Only one debut, only well, apart from the first time it was ever played, one debutant to win the Masters. Fuzzy Zeller. Yes, nineteen seventy nine. Fuzzy Zeller is the only man to do it. There was a lot of that trotted out last year when Will Zaltoris was looking good. Yeah. Um, but listen, hey, Sam Burns could do it. He's good yeah, enough. But... He puts well enough. He, he knows how to win. Donny, shoot your two midfielders. Oh, of one and a half. I just, I. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to take both. Come like, it's either it's either one of these guys or DJ. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stay away from DJ against my better judgment. I'm gonna take Willie Z. It's a shit price, twenty five to one. He is the leader on tour. Strokes gained teeth green this season. Unbelievable teeth green. We know all about his putting stroke. Let's not even go there. Uh, just how comfortable he was in the mix, chasing down Hideki. I know Hideki won by four in the end, but at no point in time was I worried that Zaltors, who I backed at a hundred to one last year, at no point did he look like he was he was leaving the podium, um, which I just really liked. Needs to get his putter going, obviously. 25 to 1, not a good price. I wouldn't even, it's out of love. And uh, Donnie, really. he's 25 to 1. Yeah, it's yeah. stupid. Ah, uh, come on. I know, it's fucked. Do me a favor, Donnie. Do me a it's favor. Yeah, the one I do like. If it's him at 25 or DJ at 16, lad, I think you're making yeah, the know. wrong decision there. Yeah, oh. I'm a fucking idiot, actually. <laughs> right, listen, it's to be confirmed. I will not be, I will not be put under pressure by these goons. I will either take DJ to win only or I'll do Zaltoris. And yeah, the price is terrible. Uh, the other midfield pick that I have, I'm going to take Joaquin Neiman. Um, who I know is one of Brew's favorite golfers, uh, steamrolled the field at Genesis. He was way too good. He was fucking awesome that week. Uh, he's six strokes gained around the green, uh, 2022. So, uh, and also actually six T to green. So, very good all around game. Um, 26th on approach. I like that as well. I like the fact he's won this season. There's a lot. I like the fact that even though he's young, he's kind of been showing the ropes now. Uh, he doesn't have form around here. He's got a tied 33 and a missed cut. So, uh, 40 to 1. There's better guys, you know, there's guys at 40 to 1 who have won this. <laughs> there's guys at yeah. 80 to 1 who have won this. There's, well, there's guys at 5,000 to 1 who have won this. Like, how you know he was? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Danny, my, my issue with him is that he went out and got battered 8 and 7 by Maverick McNeely at the match play. Like that, that would scare me for no, you didn't, six didn't. Yeah. Do you know why he got back beaten 8 and 7? I'll tell you why? exactly why. Because Maverick McNeely was 7 under for 10 holes. Ah, but still, no, still, but still, on. me bollocks. Back no in, show that. a bit of character. Well, listen, give me a, a go head to head with Maverick McNeely, and you know, I'd, I'd probably lose eight and seven Mc, as well. McNeely <laughs> went, McNeely, he was, Ten I think he was actually eight, eight under, I think ah, he was yeah, eight under up. for 11. I think Maverick McNeely was eight under for 11, which is just, yeah, well, like, look. what mm-hmm. right, long shots, and we don't, we're, we're not going to spend too much time here, so we're just going to do our picks. But listen, historically, um. No one outside the world's top 30 has won this in a long, long time. And if you're looking for a Hail Mary 200 to 1 kind of winner, like the last big, like Danny Willett was even ranked 29th when he won at 66 to 1. Cabrera was probably ranked top 50 when he won it. So you're looking to place money here. Like, don't expect any of these guys to win. Like, come on. The world world is not fair. I'll give you one. I'll give you one that can win at, at these prices, right? Very quickly. 90 to one shot, Gary Woodland, right? Gary Woodland is a, is a major champion. He went toe to toe with Brooks Kepka in 2019, won the US Open. He can scrap. He's a, the, there's the word scrap I've used a lot. I just like a scrappy golfer. Shane Lowry and Matt Fitz, scrappy. Um, 
Gary Woodland is back to his... He likes scrapping at me for Rory McIlroy. Statistics <laughs> as well. I do, yeah. Fucking Gary, Wood, Gary Woodland, right? His last, he's back to his best. Fifth at the Honda Classic. Fifth at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Miscaught of the players, which doesn't count just because that was a, an absolute joke of a tournament. It doesn't fit the narrative, so get out of here. Doesn't count. Eight last week in Texas. He's 14th in driving distance. He's played Augusta nine times. He hasn't played Augusta very well. I'm going to be honest about that, but he's uh, he's going back to um, back to his best form when he won the US Open. He's putting the lights out at the moment. It mightn't show in the stats, but I've been tracking Gary Woodland in terms of how he's been putting because I've mainly backed him the last three weeks and he's got me place money every single time. Um, Gary Woodland is confident. He's sorry, Donnelly. I'm just going to finish this sentence. Right, he's confident. He's got the swagger and he's 90 to one. And I'm getting on Gary Woodland each way, eight places. He's yeah, I think he's a right price, actually. I think he's way too big. Oh, I don't Thanks, know why Gary Woodland. Gary Woodland needs to be 50s or 66s. So great value. Thanks. Problem, the problem is, like, how does Gary Woodland place if your other five golfers are already there? There's not much room left. Sorry, pal. I heard I have three picks plus Woodland. All right, okay. I think oh, yeah. oh, he's got a bit. Oh, okay, if, yeah. if you're going to throw shade, you might as well throw shade at Brew. You know what I mean? What's he have? Seven, eight, nine. Uh, I've, Brew, I've had five Brew. picks so far with one to go. I think six picks Brew. is more than fair. Who's your long shot? I'm, I've just said that the long shots don't win. I'm still taking three. Well, just, you know what? Okay. I've gone for another. Jason I've gone for another uh, debutant. Um, and I honestly think his price is actually pretty good, even though he's a debutant. He's never played here. But I think he's been playing absolutely phenomenal this year. Absolute Irish legend that is Seamus Power. Nice. Yes. Up the, up the um, yeah, love for Seamus Power. It's so good to see him in Augusta. 85 to 1. I think actually he's gone down to 80 to 1 now. But I think he was 100 to 1 last week, I think. And he's gone down to 80 now. Um, good Waterford man, bro. Waterford man. Um, you wouldn't think it from his golf. But, you know, he's... Um, He's an absolute great player. Um, and just just I think he's the again like T Green, Iron Shots. I think he can definitely, definitely do it. Um, you know, maybe not exactly win, but I wouldn't be surprised if if he's if he's up there this week and at 80, 85 to one. I think he's there's usually one the there's usually one debutant. There's usually one debutant that seems to figure Augusta out yeah. quicker than everyone else. So last year, like Wills Altoris and one of the guys who I'm just about to drop as well. Um, figured it out early and Seamus Power why not like yeah like yeah. he deserves he deserves to be here totally on merit the hardest way to qualify for the Masters is to do a world ranking points and he's done that he did that exactly and he'll have no pressure there's no pressure to be put on him he's not pressurised by Ryder Cup qualification or any shit like that go out there it's your first ever major you're qualified for all of them this year as far as I know go out there have fun Make some puts, see what happens. You've, the, you've literally nothing to lose, like not the, just just to back that up even more. Bro, Waterford went out and won the national mm. league this weekend as well. So the days are rolling. Seamus Power. Oh, so he might be a bit hungover. Oh, geez, I'll change the bets so. off. <laughs> off the days. Now we're we'll hand over to Donny, who's going to give you three picks that he actually doesn't believe are going to win, but he's going to throw out there. So oh yeah, Danny, over to you. well no play. So we're going after we're going after place money. Um, I put I always every year I put a pit like like those like Cheltenham anti-post legends who put a pin in a horse eight months before Cheltenham and get him a 40 to one and he goes off with a five to four favorite. I did, the, I do this with the masters, the three pins I had 
<laughs> one of them was John Ram. Yeah, great. Very well oh, done. Man, yeah. Nice uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Clap on the back for that one. Uh, the other one was Cameron Smith. The third one was Rob McIntyre. Bobby Mack was tied twelve last tied twelfth last year. Um, that's how he got in. He no, there was no other reason. He, he didn't qualify with ranking points. Didn't qualify with wins. He got in because he performed really well. I vividly remember his interview on the Sunday after he posted uh, top top twelve. I think it's fourteen and ties get in the following year, and he was disappointed because he said he had the game here to contend and he can't wait for next year. He said multiple times it's his favorite place in the world. Another, he's a lefty. The man's a lefty. The lefty advantage is not bullshit around Augusta. You're hitting cuts off tee boxes. It's easier to control than draws. It's only one element of the golf course. Totally appreciate that. Um, what I like in terms of how he's trending, he's he's posting top 25, top 35 his last two. Uh, his putting, positive strokes gain putting in his last five, positive strokes gain around the green and four of those. 100 to 1. He's disappointed me in the last year because he's. Yeah. I think he's a quality, quality golfer, and I'd love him as a lad as well. Um, and I do think eventually he'll crack the world's top fifty. He'll he'll feature more. I think he's a Ryder Cup player in waiting. All those good things. Uh, he's a hundred to one. Any thoughts on Bobby Mack? Uh, I like him. I think he's a great, great guy, but not for me this week. If I was going to do a top lefty, I'd take Brian Harmon above him. Yeah, I yeah. like that too. I think yeah. I think. Well, speaking of the lefties, by the way, Gary Kigo, you can get a three hundred to one, which is interesting. Yeah, not for me. Yeah. You can get me. You can no, get for me either. You can get Steve Kenley about five hundred to one to win the, the Masters. <laughs> and that's, that's not gonna, that's not going to happen either. A thousand to one, come on, Steve. But uh, oh. yeah, look, I, I I think the lefties. Oh, like, it's a bit of a myth, though. Like, do you know, like you know, like, I don't the, think it's a myth. Oh, it's not for no, it's not at all. Well, I Bob, mean, uh, Pop was the last person to win in 2012. But it's not just—it's not just winners. It's like Brian Harmon has finished T4 around here. Like lefties, there are fuck all of them. And yeah, actually, that's true. That's fair. Mike Weir, know, give Hank Lebiota a go around here. He will. Did yep, Mike Weir win the Masters? He did, yeah. Yeah, 2003. And Phil, um, I guess in 2004, 2005, yeah. Phil, but like if you look the last 20 years, I'd say it's the highest percentage of lefty winners than any other event. Any tournament. Any With no, yeah, that's fair, I've, fair, yeah. I have nothing to back that up. No, I know it's only no, I know no, that's fair, that's three. Fair. It's three guys, and I know we've got multiple winners. It what well, I'm telling you, it exists. Yeah, um, the other two I have, uh, one guy. Oh god, go on, go on, you boy. Luke List is 150 to one. Oh, Jesus, unbelievable tee to green this season has led that stat. Strokes gained tee to green. He was top. Will Zaltoris jumped ahead of him. The, the, the differences in that are absolutely tiny. Um, he is playing just immaculate golf to the green. His putting is terrible. He has lost. He has had negative strokes game putting every week on the tour this year. Every week, apart from one week when he won the Farmers. So if he gets his putter sorted, he wins. I like it. He's this like a little Gust, Rory This is Augusta, Donnie. You know? This is Augusta. Like the, the old, the, you know that old trope. Uh, Rory, if he puts, he wins. If he puts, he wins. It's actually Luke List. Uh, 150 to 1. He'll hit the ball great. He'll give himself a lot of chances. If he can somehow just hold a few, get a bit of confidence going with his putter, then we'll see what happens. Again, 150 to 1. Is he going to win the Masters? No. But could he be top 10? I think potentially. And I just like having big prices. Wow, so real confidence here, Danny. There you go. No, could it's, he it's, win? It's realistic no. for the price. No. <laughs> could it's he place? Maybe. Price. Yeah. 150 to 1. Are you going to argue about a 30 to 1 winner? There you go, listeners. Winner? You're not going to argue about a 30 to 1 winner, lads. It'll cover your week. The other one, I have to do it. I can't not. I love him. My favourite golfer of all time and always will be. Pori Carrington. Yeah. He's back in. 
his fourth at the PGA. Uh, sorry, how dare you do that to Irish greatest sports person? How <laughs> dare you? How dare Irish you? greatest sports person. How dare you? You heard what I said, right? Robbie Key. I said I put some like predictions Mikey. up at the start of the year of just shit that will happen. One of them was Tiger will win an event again. The other one was I think Harrington has a big day left on him. Is it going to be at, at Augusta? Well, I mean, who knows? But he's he's played well here before. He's posted two top tens before. Last week he led the field Champions Tour. Caveat: Grand. Don't come at me. Yeah, do me a favor. He, he led, he led a lot of statistics last week. He finished keep tied digging. second. Keep digging your hole. Um, 250 to one. He uh, and I also like that he's not preoccupied with with the Ryder Cup anymore. He's free of that. Like Rory Carrington still thinks he can win another major. And if he's seen what Phil has done, why why Harrington hits it further than he did when he won all of his majors? So like why not? At 250 to one, it's so just heart over. It's not even heart over head actually. I think head there are worse like there are worse value at 250 to one than Harrington. I, like, I do a make cut bet on him, Donnie. I do a make cut, but like his his day in the sun was when he came fourth at the PGA last year that Phil won. That was his right. that was his big I'm performance. I'm just gonna give you some guys who are in with him in terms of price, right? Yeah. So uh Min Woo Lee. Yeah, a fancy Min Woo Lee to beat him. To, playing terrible. Uh Takumi, can I uh Gary Kigo, Lucas Glover, Zach Johnson, KH Glo- Glover, Glover could be one. Zach Johnson. Yeah. I'd fancy all of them. Just one just one at two hundred to one who stood out for me, uh Mackenzie Hughes. That's not a bad yeah. bet. I you know what? He totally stood out. He jumped off yeah. the page for me as well, bro. Yeah. He absolutely jumped off the page. He was actually 250 to one. Um, you can still get him at 250s on Paddy Power, Best 365, uh, Best Fair, Best Victor. So there's a bunch of chat. There's a bunch of previews. I'm fucking exhausted. But that was fun. <laughs> uh, I want to remind everyone that we're running a awesome competition if you didn't hear at the top of the show we spent time about it we are giving away a scotty cameron newport putter the same putter the tiger won a lot of his majors with i think it was maybe 12 of his 14 um it's top of the range it's worth about 500 dollars. all you have to do is go onto our socials so our socials are finders fairway on twitter and fairway finders pod on instagram go on there give us a follow Give us a rating if you want. That won't. We'll we'll we just love you for that if you did that. And all you want to do is it's five stars, Danny. Long yeah, exactly. Five stars. Wow. Yeah. Be honest. Be honest. Tell us how we can improve. We're always Don't trying be honest, to get better. Yeah. This stuff. Um, and all you have to do is tell us who's going to win the Masters. And on Sunday evening, we're going to collate all the uh, Cam Smith entrants uh, and whoever wipe them off the board. Someone's going to be drawn out of a hat. Someone's going to get themselves a brand new Scotty Cameron Newport putter worth five hundred dollars. Um, it's the biggest giveaway we've ever done so yeah please uh, get involved and you know what you have a seriously decent chance of winning this if you think you know who the Masters winner is and I assume you're putting a few bets on take your top four guys tweet us four times I don't mind do it and if one of them comes in you'll have a big sack full of cash you'll be Donnie, a smug that, that's a rat saying you're the winner you'll be a smug let me I'm on a flow here man let me go and uh uh and you'll also have a fucking Scotty Cameron putter on the way for golf season. Like, that's unbelievable. It's, I want to win it. It's one entry per person. Yeah, it's one entry per person. Yeah. But yeah, please yeah. go tweet us if you want. But your first tweet will be your actual entry. But yeah, yeah. tweet us as put, much as you want. Put put 20 entries and I will make sure that they all count. Right? Well, look, you, you can set all fake accounts if you want to. I mean, that's fine. But go for it. Exactly. One, entry, one entry per account. 
Right, we're nearly there, lads. So we'll yeah. be back tomorrow. We're going to do first round leader. We're going to do prop bets as well. Yeah. It won't be as long as this one. This was our main one. Um, huge thanks to Stephen Brew as always. Thanks to Jeff Feinberg. Ah, no problem. Week. Thank you to uh, to Brian Kirshner who's coming on. Thank you to Jason Sobel. Thanks to everyone listening. And uh, let's and go, thanks, Cam Smith. And thanks to Rory McIlroy for winning the 2022 US Masters. All right, guys. Go on. Talk to you soon. Just take a moment to admire the fact I just hit a fairway. There's, there's only two things that can happen. You can hit a good shot or a bad shot. So... Why waste time doing it? And where I would go, I, wherever I set course records or whatever, I would be barefooted, drunk, playing golf, making every 20-footer I looked at. Right at it. Right at it! Oh! oh he's done it again! This is the dumbest hole I've ever played in my life. Come on then, Shane. Knock it close. Shane Lowry is the Open champion.